0: Yours is a chronic, neglected tropical disease that mainly affects children in poor, remote areas. It's caused by a bacteria which is transmitted by skin-to-skin contact, causing weeping ulcers and severe bone deformities. It's prevalent in 12 countries, in areas where people have poor sanitation and little access to healthcare services. However, A study published this month demonstrates that one round of mass treatment with a single-dose oral drug, azithromycin, greatly reduces the transmission and prevalence of yaws. These results suggest the WHO strategy to eradicate the disease by 2020 could be achieved. David Mabey, who is Professor of Communicable Disease at the school, told us more about the disease and the study.
1: Yaws is caused by a bacterium, very similar if not identical to that which causes syphilis. But it's not a sexually transmitted disease, unlike syphilis. It's spread mainly among children through skin-to-skin contact in warm, humid places where children are playing together. Hygienic standards may not be very high. And like syphilis, it causes different stages of disease. So there's a primary stage at the site where the bacterium is inoculated into the skin and that's where the skin breaks down an ulcer and that will heal after a few weeks but then the infection spreads around the body and you get secondary yours where there may be ulcers or skin lesions anywhere on the body and the bones may also be infected so painful infection of the bones
0: Would you say the primary burden is on children then?
1: So it's children who are normally infected. In the old days, again like syphilis, there was a tertiary stage. So after the secondary stage, the patient would usually have no symptoms but would still be infected, so latent infection. And then years later, they may develop tertiary yaws.
0: So what, what would you say is the sort of current burden overall, worldwide?
1: Well, we don't really know. Yours had a lot of attention in the 1950s. It was the first disease targeted for eradication by the World Health Organization when it was set up after the Second World War. And huge progress was made. It was believed at that time there were about 50 million cases and that was reduced to less than 5 million during the 1950s and 60s through a mass treatment campaign with penicillin injections. But since then... It's kind of fallen off the agenda until recently. So nobody was reporting it really or publishing anything on it. Though there have been some successes. So um, India declared they had eradicated yours in, I think, 2007. And Ecuador also said in the late 1990s that they had eradicated it. But since then, nobody's really been looking for it very much.
0: So, why has the WHO now targeted for eradication by 2020?
1: Because of a paper published by Oriel Mitcher, who's a Spanish doctor working in Papua New Guinea, and he did a randomized controlled trial comparing the traditional treatment of injectable penicillin with a single dose of an oral antibiotic called azithromycin and he showed they were equivalent now obviously if you can cure yours with with a a few tablets rather than an injection that is a big advance so shortly after that paper was published the WHO convened a meeting in 2012 and they declared that they were going to eradicate yours by
0: 2020. So the the new study that's being published in the New England Journal of Medicine. Can you just describe a little bit of the methodology and how that took place?
1: So this study was done on Lehia Island which is an island off the coast of Papua New Guinea, part of Papua New Guinea uh, but not the mainland and this was where the original randomized control trial was done comparing azithromycin with penicillin. So what was done in this study was An attempt was made to treat everyone on the island with a single dose of azithromycin. And they achieved pretty high coverage, more than 80%. And then a year later they examined a random sample of people and took blood from them to see whether they had latent yaws. And they found that the prevalence had gone down very significantly. There are obvious advantages in um, trying to eliminate a disease from an island but I think you know because that's where the original study was done and the study team was still there.
0: Can you describe some of the challenges faced by the trial?
1: Well these are pretty remote communities so so getting to them is is not easy. often have to get to them by boat but in general you know people were very happy to take the medicine and there was a very good research team already in place and funding was provided by the mining company. So I think you know, a challenge and you know, some evidence that those who were still infected at follow-up either weren't treated at baseline because they were travelling or were away or were in contact with people who weren't there, perhaps recent arrivals or whatever. So that is always a challenge with a study where you're trying to treat the whole population. You can't ever achieve 100% coverage.
0: Can you talk a little bit more about azithromycin itself, how it's administered, how often do people need to take it?
1: The wonderful thing about it is that one dose given by mouth seems to be enough to cure yours, and azithromycin has been widely used for the control of trachoma. So there was a study done by my colleagues and me at the school in the early 1990s showing that one dose of azithromycin was an effective treatment for trachoma at that time it was a new and expensive antibiotic made by pfizer but we persuaded pfizer to donate it to trachoma control programs and as a result of that who declared a target for eliminating blinding trachoma by 2020 as a public health problem so since then 350 million doses have been donated by Pfizer for trachoma control. And so, you know, we have a lot of experience of mass treatment treating whole communities. It's a very safe drug, has very little in the way of side effects, and people are happy to take it because it is very effective against a range of infections.
0: So considering all of this, do you think that the 2020 target is realistic?
1: Well. Um, you know, it, it should be possible. We, it will require a lot of funds, which WHO doesn't have yet. Uh, they've been in discussion with Pfizer about donating azithromycin, but again, no agreement has been reached yet. And there is another slight nagging doubt, because if you're going to eradicate a disease, then it's important there should not be an animal reservoir. And we know that there are certain species of primate in Africa who are infected with a very similar organism. We don't know whether that is the same organism, and we don't know whether, you know, there is evidence of transmission from non-human primates to humans. But I think that is an important research question that needs to be resolved.
0: And lastly, I guess I'm just curious from your Given your sort of background, how did you become interested or involved in this study?
1: Well, I've been interested in, in neglected tropical diseases, in particular trachoma, for a very long time since I used to work in the Gambia, where trachoma was a big problem but has now been eradicated or eliminated. And I was also interested in syphilis, in sexually transmitted diseases, including syphilis. I was involved in a trial of azithromycin for the treatment of syphilis, with colleagues at the school done in Tanzania, which showed that it was as effective as penicillin in that setting. And Oriel Mitcher was my student on the DTMNH course here. And we discussed, he, he was going to Papua New Guinea with his Australian classmate after the course. And we had a few discussions about is Zizromycin and yours. And that's what led him to do this study.